What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered Ups number 410 here on Tuesday, October 25th. The midterm elections are just two weeks away. <gasps> We're almost here. Finally. And in a positive bit of news yes. for once, Yes. the red tsunami... Appears to be yeah, forming. We're on tsunami watch. We, I think we are on tsunami we're watch. On we've tsunami gone, watch. I think we've ratcheted up from yeah. red wave to red tsunami. Yeah. We're on the watch. Yeah. Uh, I think a, a wave is all but assured at this point. Yeah. Um. Now, now the, varying the, degrees. Yeah. But <laughs> the the blast radius now has increased to the point where Sean Patrick Maloney is in danger of losing his uh, congressional reelection. Yeah, and I'm, for, I'm just saying that's a gauge of like if it's a tsunami. He should not feel be feeling uncomfortable. Well, what was his district? Biden plus it was like eight, eight or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the least. Dems are retreating now to yeah. their safest of seats. Yeah. Uh, they're having to defend seats that they thought they would not be. They have pulled out of basically all the toss ups now at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's pretty um, pretty dismal. So an Axios had a report out this morning, mm-hmm. uh, where they're basically echoing what we just said. Yeah. What else was in that report? It's the economy. Mm-hmm. It's the economy. The economic issues are king, and that Democrats really don't. I mean, this. I'm also compiling Axios, NBC News, everything because it's been like a whole deluge of bad news for Democrats. Yeah. Um, Democrats, a lot, a good chunk of them realize that they need to talk about inflation, but there's now a debate about how to have that conversation. One of what one side is like, well, if we do that, we're going to validate GOP campaign narratives. The other side is like, well, we should tackle inflation but also remind voters that it's not our fault which Mm -hmm. i can assure you the latter route is a hundred percent guaranteed to fail when you're explaining you're losing we all Mm -hmm. know this and it just shows you that first of all it's way too late to talk about inflation right now two weeks it's too late to do anything now it's just now it's just basically what democrats have tried you know what their campaign strategy uh this cycle they just have to stick with it and just hopefully they can you know geared towards turnout that's that's basically what these last two weeks are it's all mm-hmm. about turning out the vote and um it's not gonna work out too well i don't think uh, i think the 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 doubling down on abortion didn't work the top three issues that most democratic voters are concerned about are january 6 climate change and abortion and that is just not what working americans what most of us are right. concerned about and and I'm not talking like Republicans. That's just that's independence. That's like across the board. It's, unless you're, as I say, um, you know the Demo- the Democratic base right now is comprised of hippies, tech entrepreneurs, feminists, yeah. <laughs> and like you know a bunch of people who don't need to like work all day. Billionaires. Billionaires. Yeah. You know, like people who are. If that is your top three, you know, issues of concern, you you don't really have to worry about much do you well, you can absorb the inflation hits you can absorb pain at the pump most yeah, people can't yeah. do that so yeah. um, well there's a very clear trend occurring here now uh, across the board where uh, if you look at the race ratings done by real clear politics which is who i follow i don't follow yeah. cook political report i think they're a bunch of liberal hacks well, over there it's also incredibly expensive talk about like yeah and they've been totally <laughs> nothing but wrong basically the last few election cycles yeah real clear politics is much more trustworthy yeah. and um, they aggregate all the polls for you basically over the last month and a half or so oh, wow. no race has moved in the direction of the left, okay? Nice. So they have the ratings, right? Safe Dem, Likely Dem, Leans Dem, Toss Up, yeah. Leans GOP, Likely GOP, Safe GOP, right? Yeah. Everything has been moving from either Leans Dem into the Toss Up category Ooh. or from Toss Up to Leans GOP. Yeah. Okay? We've gone now from an average, uh, or from a range that they set of GOP plus 5 to GOP plus 38, we're now at GOP plus 12 to GOP plus 47. The average gain has gone from uh, GOP plus 20 to GOP plus 29 and a half, right? So that's almost a 10-seat improvement over yeah. the last month. Yeah. Now, these predictions, in my you know, humble opinion, yeah. are also on the lower end. Yeah, I think that the way that this uh, is shaping up here over the next few weeks, now a lot can still change, yeah. right? But time is running out, yeah. right? And you always want to be on the side of the late closing momentum, and we certainly have that at yes. this point. Yeah. Um, in every, nearly every single race, every poll is showing Republicans either padding their lead 
or narrowing the gap into the margin yeah. of error. Yeah. Um, so I would say from our vantage point, things are looking very good right very now. Very good. Now, of course, got to keep the pedal to the metal. Yeah. We have a big debate coming up tonight. Yep. Uh, Oz Fetterman, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, we have another big debate up in New York, Zeldin Hochul. But I think that there really is a chance here. Get 50 where, seats? Uh, to net 50. Net f- yeah. yeah. I that's, well, that's is, a tsunami. Oh, yeah. That's well, a tsunami. What and was 2010? Yeah. What was 2010? I think 2010 that was 62, was like 63, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 263. So we're not yeah. going to get into that necessarily no. level. And it was post-Obamacare, so it was yeah. a very acute issue, yeah. right? This is more yeah. of a general malaise. Yeah. It's like a Jimmy Carter type situation. Yeah. The country knows that we're f***ed, right? I mean, Obama on Monday Night Football last night, <laughs> we, I couldn't believe when he said he this. He basically he's like, endorsed the Republicans. He's like, well, the good thing about <laughs> our system is that if you don't like the way things are going, you can just vote those people out. Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm like, like yeah, okay, okay, we're good. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barry just to. captured the sentiment of tens of millions of voters this year. You know, and... <laughs> I think in in many many toss up districts the GOP is just going to absolutely crush the Democrats, um, and I think that this has the potential to leach into races that we weren't necessarily talking about before, like out west. We've talked about well, yeah, we've we but we've yeah. we've been talking we've, about but it, right. The, the Democrats, the estab- yeah, the Demo- we, We've mostly been talking about Georgia and Pennsylvania, right? One of which I think is is going to go very much our way. Georgia because they have those runoff rules. We don't we you know who knows. That's tough. Yeah, but. but I think I think Oz is going to squeak it out as long as the debate goes well tonight. The debate goes well yeah. tonight. Yeah, he can't be too aggressive because, as much as it, it might be tempting, see that'd be tough for me because you know me. Oh, I know. I'd be like, oh, for sure. Look at this guy. For sure. He can't barely stand. He can't even listen sure. to what I'm saying. Absolutely. He had a stroke. Absolutely. He should not be your senator. But, but. you know, we, we <laughs> talked about you know, and there were some. There's some evidence that there are some independents in 2020 who thought that Trump uh, was a little overly aggressive and and just turned them off. Yeah, because they're a bunch of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I I can see that, yeah. but in this case, you know, you can't be the guy who's gonna be, you know, who looks like who's beating up on someone who's recovering from a stroke. I would gladly do that. Oh, of course. And I know. I know. I'm the same I will be doing way. that on my Twitter yeah, thread tonight. Know you, you know, I will be. But all Oz needs to do is have his his game plan, which I think is pretty good. He's he's been great in chipping away at his double digit lead, which everyone thought was gonna be insurmountable for him. Mm-hmm. Just talk about crime. Talk about his, you know, um, Fetterman's laughable record on public safety. Talk about the ten first degree murderers that that were released under him. Talk about the guy who was quote unquote exonerated, only to be, uh, you know, he turned himself in, but he was on the run for a murder charge uh, this past week. Yeah, you know, talk about that, and let him do all the talking because you know it's not going to be coherent. That's and true. That's all he needs. Just. Just like like you know, luring lambs to slaughter. That's yeah. all Oz needs to do. Well, that's one do. thing I'll agree with. Is I'm not a fan of being soft, but I do think yeah. that it would be smart yeah. to just let this guy talk himself yeah. into a total because disaster. Because the record is just indefensible. It's mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. everyone knows it. And I mean, bring up emptying out you know one third of PA jails. You yeah. Know, talk about you know all this other stuff. Yeah. So, it's going to be a very weird debate, folks. I'm just gonna. Put that out there because there's a, f- a five second delay. He's got to read. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be very much. Um, well, don't worry. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have yes, to watch it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have everything. We're for gonna you. have everything for you <laughs> we'll at townhall.com tomorrow morning. We're gonna have the best of the debate. Yeah. Keep an eye on our Twitter feed. We're gonna have all you know, the clips. We that you were need. talking about this today, but you know, if th- those those second those five second delays over a course of an hour is like what ten minutes in lost time that Oz. Well, I don't know about ten right? minutes, but it's significant. Gonna, the, at least two responses. For me, I don't give a shit about the lost time. I think it's going to be super key as far as just uncomfortableness of the entire yeah, that's thing. Okay, well, that's so those are going to be awkward pauses. Is, if Oz is smart, he will just let it be dead air. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, the other uh, thing, we jumped a little ahead there into Yo, the Fetterman-Oz yeah, yeah, debate. Yeah, um, but that's okay. What I wanted to, f- I want to finish up our segment on all these key shifting of races, right? Oh, because yeah. there's been not just in the house races, which has been a, a groundswell of of key race changes. Yeah, we've seen changes in the Senate maps as well. Um, now it's not necessarily uh, reflecting in some of these places like I think it should be. You know, for example, Real Clear hasn't moved the net numbers from net plus two. Yeah. I could see us getting to net plus three. 
I, I do too. I could see us getting maybe even yeah. to four if things go really yeah. our way. You know, there's there's some key races that are in the lean dem category. I, I think Masters and Laxalt are gonna are gonna win in, in out west. I think which puts us in very good position. So that's in the toss up category. Yeah. That I think Nevada is of the toss ups, the surest bet. Yeah. Okay. They have Ron Johnson in the toss up. I disagree. I don't think that's. I think yeah. that's. I think that's a lean GOP yeah. seat for and that's, sure. And that Wisconsin was was one of the you know was ground zero for a lot of these twenty twenty polling errors. Yeah. You can't. Mandela Barnes is not up sixty. I saw one point a no, poll no, he was no, up sixty eight. No. Get, no, get out of here with that noise. North Carolina, same thing. I think that's lean R right. I don't yeah. even think it's in the toss up. Uh, but I think that if you look at the toss-up category uh, as not having those, right, if it's just Arizona, Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, you could lump New Hampshire in it. They do, which I find very interesting, actually, that they lump New Hampshire into a toss-up. I think that's more of a historical trend slash incumbent uh, advantage there. But there's an interesting that, point on that that I want to get to in a minute. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't have to include New Hampshire. I think we're going to sweep the toss-ups, yeah. which would give us control. Now, there's a really interesting potential here, right? Colorado, I think probably maybe ends up still sticking blue, yeah. but it's looking much closer. less blue, wow. looking much closer than it was wow. just a few weeks ago. That's good. And there's not much reliable polling coming yeah. out of there, okay? Yeah. You know. If we're in a situation here where if these last-minute independent deciders, and this is what I wanted to talk about with New Hampshire, because yeah. someone from New Hampshire brought up a good point on Fox last night. New Hampshire has a very large independent voter base, yes. right? Okay, And they like to decide late. If there is a massive shift in the late deciders that go towards Republicans, right? And if, at this point, if you haven't decided to vote for Democrats, chances are you're probably not going to, yeah. right? Because they're the incumbents. Yeah. If there's a massive movement, there that could bring things into play, like New Hampshire. It could bring Colorado into play. It could bring Washington State into play, where things have been looking pretty shaky for yeah. that incumbent Democrat out there. What's her name? Uh, Murray. Patty Murray. Patty yeah. Murray. It could bring a place like Connecticut into play. Whoa. Okay. There's Whoa. been some interesting polling out of there. The Nang that, Dick isn't gonna is is in trouble. The Connecticut Examiner. Just a few weeks ago, okay, did a poll where it was twelve hundred likely voters, so it wasn't a small super small sample size, where Donang Dick Blumenthal was only up five points and he was below fifty percent. Okay, oh now Connecticut, you say yeah, super liberal, yeah. but in a wave year, there's interesting things that can happen. Up in Connecticut, you remember that that Republican governor almost happened a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um. And people up there are just as pissed off as everywhere else in the country, uh, you know, regular people, not these rabid, foaming-at-the-mouth blue libs. Um, so, you know, if this momentum that we've had over the last 10 to 14 days continues over the next 14 days, it will be a total tsunami bloodbath. Yeah. A la 2010 level. Woo! So or not uh, was yeah it was two thousand ten right yeah except yeah, except 10. we take except we uh, we take the Senate in this in that, in that well yeah because the yeah. map is better for yeah, us yeah the map is time. better yeah. for us yeah so I feel pretty good about the fact that we're gonna take the Senate anyway uh, some people may disagree with that but um, I think that there's a real chance that we could take enough seats to not have to rely on Georgia in a runoff to to side control which would that be, would decide oh. whether we're up by one seat or up by two seats. Yeah. Blood um, pressure levels will come down dramatically. If that yeah, the but, there, but there's new polling that shows that, that Adolph Whitmer up in Michigan, she could be toast. Tudor Dixon has tied her. Okay? Well, she's had some great debates. There, there's a poll out of New Mexico, okay, New Mexico, that shows the Republican running for governor up by a point. Okay? There, uh, Trafalgar poll out of North Carolina Senate shows the Republican up four points, which is pretty large yeah. for a North Carolina poll. There's a, a Minnesota governor poll that shows the Republican up a point. Wow. Um, we have uh, Arizona governor poll, Cary Lake up three. Um, you know, so. Oh, what about Masters? That one was with the one where she oh, was sorry, up three yeah. and he was down, yeah, down one. one yeah. Which, I, again, I, I really don't think there's going to be that many ticket splitters. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I well, strongly. I know. But I can't empathize with that because that, it's just not yeah, something I Democrats understand. Democrats are. 
bricks about Masters right now. Oh, for sure. I for mean, sure. Uh, Kelly was leading twenty points with women. It's he's lost ten points in that demographic. Yeah. they're all they're all talking. They're all worried about the economy. And now, I mean, if that like you said about the momentum, oh. well, you know, the the bottom is falling out for them. The yeah. floor is just falling out from under them right yeah. now. Um, and. and Maybe that that piece we talked about last week of them peaking too early is very accurate. For sure. Um, and their peak wasn't really a peak per yeah. se, as in like they weren't ever leading yeah. the situation. But there but was, but there was some they, consternation. On they our were side, they though. were mitigating losses. Oh, for sure. Right? They were doing a job yeah. mitigating. Now they're just it's they're getting toast. slaughtered. Yeah, they're getting slaughtered. But there um, was some, you know, we we were a little worried about what the hell was going on this past summer. Well, you know? we we got the our de- acts together. Yeah, the Democrats were having a massive fundraising advantage. Everyone now it's completely reversed. They're pulling their money out of every place uh, that that was, you know, competitive. And they still have a money advantage. Yeah, they do. But the key is our grassroots activated. Yeah. Okay? Thank God. When we sat here and we saw that Rick Scott was f-ing up the whole thing and he still is Oh, the whole yeah, thing. it's not good. No excuse for him. Yeah. Okay, if we win, yeah. it will be it won't, in spite it, yeah. of him. It will be because, you know, pro-Trump packs, Peter yeah. Thiel, and other independent uh, conservative groups, you know, footed the bill. And if we win, it won't be in because of Mitch McConnell either. It'll be in spite of Mitch McConnell. It'll be because, and I, I would say it's not even necessarily, I mean, the pro-Trump pack has helped a lot, yeah. for sure. I'll give them that. Yeah. Thiel has stepped up big. Yeah. Many other players have stepped up big. But what it really comes down to is the Republican, and not so much the Republican, the conservative grassroots. Yeah. The Tea Party types, the people who have been in the party and active for a long time have stepped up yeah. these last few months. Yeah. And we've put our foot on the gas. Yeah. And we said, we're not going to f- deal with this kind of f- up. Yeah. And that's DC what I think the DC has their was. schedule. We have our schedule. Right. And, and that's you know what, what I really think the difference was. And, and also, you know, that whole thing about candidate quality when Mitch McConnell basically conceded defeat in August. You know what? These candidates, um, they're pretty good. That's what I was saying last week. Yeah, they're pretty good. I'm Terry sorry. Blake, Blake Masters. Yeah. They, they've all done their homework. They've polished up on their delivery. They know the issues. They know how to how to deliver an attack line. I Dr. Mean, Oz has been doing a good Dr. job. Dr. Oz has been a good job. I'll tell you. Boldick. Yeah. <laughs> Boldich. 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 Up in New Hampshire, he's closing very strong. Yeah. He is one to watch for a yeah. very narrow victory on yeah. election night. I could easily that see that one happening. though. I'm worried though that that the that him riding the tide happened too late. But you know, I don't if know. it happened, if it happened three know. three weeks ago, maybe he could squeeze. But but again, that that state is very weird. That could be you peak too. I early. mean that in a good way. Look at this chart. Yeah. Look at this chart. Right. She, she was up. Oh, she was up seven the beginning she was of up October. Ten points a month ago. She was up She's lost six points She's in up, two weeks. She's up three point six in the average. Yeah. Yeah. And the I'm poll that came out yesterday, this. she was plus one. Uh, well, that that that's basically that that's a tie. Yeah, it's a tie. And he's closing strong. I'm telling you, that's one to watch. That's a sleeper to watch yeah. there. Um, and and Older this is that. one of my favorite tools of real clear politics. That's a good. They take good the poll average of underestimated. Okay. Hmm. And in 2016 to 2020, polls underestimated GOP in New Hampshire by 5.4 points, which would mean a two-point Boldick win at this point. All okay. right. Well, hey, like I said, turn them out. So Turn them out. I really do think that there's a chance here. We got to keep pushing. Got to keep pushing on these people. And you could see the Democrats getting desperate, like you were just yeah, talking about. Yeah. They're desperate. They're pulling back their money because they know they can't win the toss-ups, yeah. right? They're pulling back their money into safe yeah. seats just to defend. And they sold their lot on the messaging with abortion. They're stuck. They can't do well, anything yeah, nobody right cares now. about I know. They don't, but they can't do anything about this now. So all they got to do is, like I said, talk about turnout. Well, in North Carolina, they can't really do that because their whole their entire field staff operation is threatening to strike. Yeah, that's hilarious. Over a uh, labor dispute. Well, that's so, what happens when you let election well, workers hey, unionize. Oh, yeah. Well, what a bunch hey, of hey, dumb... Remember the Democrat? They're they're the party of labor. They're the party yeah. of the the working people. How's that turn? Yeah. Well, how's Don't this going? Don't forget out? the looming rail strike in November. Either. Yeah, too. Um, yeah, but you you see them changing their messaging completely. Okay, uh, Nicole Wallace, uh, key Democrat mouthpiece. I can't. I has can't. floated That's this true. idea. Take a listen to this, and then we're gonna we're gonna react. Take a listen. Roll that clip. The threats to our elections in, what, two and a half weeks are so pervasive and they're so dire and they include violence. I mean, do you think it's time to ask for friends and allies to come over and help us monitor our elections? We used to do that in other burgeoning and threatened democracies. Are you 
kidding wait me? Wait a minute. I thought that... Th- wait. Foreign influence what, I thought what? was a bad thing. Wait, wait. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay when, when we, we do, do it, it. Exactly. the Democrats. Yep. 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 Okay, I yep. hear you. Yep. Okay, well, you know, actually, I'm cool with that. Let's bring in the uh, election laws from Europe. Okay. Because that requires full voter ID. Yep. There's no mail-in bull. Nope. None of that. You get the election results the day of. Yep. That's cool. Let's, let's bring their let's system do it. in. Let's yeah. bring it in. I'm down. Let's roll it out. Um, I mean, it's just such a f- joke. Of course. You know, but... they're gearing up to question the legitimacy of the election because oh, yeah. it's going to be a red wave, yeah. right? So it's okay when they say the election yeah. was stolen. Yeah. And serial election denier Hillary Clinton is back, and she has a warning because they know that we're going to steal this election. <laughs> now they're saying... We're going to literally steal the next presidential election. <laughs> Apparently, this can see in the future. Take a listen to this bull. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections, and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. Yeah, okay. Hillary. I'm still also, not... Also, she's running. Yeah, Garrett. I was going to say, I, yeah. I'm not convinced that she is fully retired. I know she's she running, keeps saying she's sure. definitely running. She knows Biden's done. Yeah. There's a vacuum. There's I a mean, power vacuum between on. her and Kamala yeah. and maybe Buttigieg and a few others. But she has, she has the establishment, yeah. right? Yeah. If she runs again... She will it, – it, for, for, it'll be the same thing as for us where we have the math thing with Trump and DeSantis and all that. Yep. It'll be a math thing for them, and I bet you that she could outlast them. Oh. That's, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would not be surprised if we get a Trump-Hillary rematch. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't what be surprised. gold oh, would that be, God. by the way? The revenge. <laughs> the revenge. Oh, I mean, because, like, think of, like, who else – I mean, okay, Biden, I know, I know he says – but he's done. He's shot. Mentally done. Yeah. Can't go to retard Kamala. You can't go to Buttigieg. Yeah, you can't go to all these people who are who are you know hamstrung by you know mm-hmm. just name ID. Who the f- knows who Cora Booker is outside of New Jersey or Newark? I know. Same thing with Liz Warren. No well, one knows who the f- he, she is outside of the Boston totally suburbs. That's why he failed last time. Yeah, that's why he totally failed yeah. last time. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, f- let's let's get the twenty twenty four right now. Let's have the election. No, right I, now. Know, I know. I <laughs> know. It, it's crazy. And she's like, she's like, okay, well, twenty twenty two is toast. So let's just move Ooh. ahead. Um, so we got a couple of Florida stories here. First one, terrible. The violent radical left, uh, yet again on display. A canvasser for Republican Senator Marco Rubio was brutally attacked on Sunday night in Hialeah. Yeah. Um, it was an attempted murder. Let's, let's yeah, be honest with that. Was. I mean, did you see the pictures of that guy? I mean, yep. they, they... He was wearing a Ron DeSantis yeah. hat and was assaulted by four animals. And by animals, I mean these, these subhuman <laughs> scum pieces of... Uh, that said Republicans weren't allowed in their neighborhood. Uh, um, his internal bleeding, a broken jaw that will require reconstructive surgery. Um, so, yeah, you can't even yeah. uh, do but, that. With but it. January 6th, Norm. Jan- January oh, 6th. Yeah, 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 yeah. January 6th. Well, We're not violent, you know. Did you see the clip from MSNBC where they had this panel of Pittsburgh voters? Okay. <laughs> and I, I want to actually cue this clip up yeah, because we... people will love this. Uh they had this panel of voters in Pittsburgh, okay? They're talking about the the Mastriano situation where he was there in D.C. on January 6th. Yeah. And they were asked, do you care about this? And the reporter couldn't believe their responses. Roll that clip. Mastriano was at the insurrection, and he was photographed breaching one of the restricted areas. Is that Okay. Which area? Because I saw a video where Capitol officers yes. were taking away barriers and unlocking Opening doors. doors. So, yeah. I mean, I... They opened the gates So it shouldn't be disqualifying for an elected official no. No. if no, they participated in January 6th? He didn't, he didn't strike anybody? He didn't hurt anybody? Yeah, and the only one that died was a protester there, not a Capitol police An unarmed officer. female veteran. Was That's the only one that died. That's well, the only one who died. A police officer did die. No. It was a stroke. Attack. That's not. That's, that's not, not on site. Caused by that, that's because right. he shouldn't have been a police officer. It was one woman. So, who was what shot do you him. make, though, overall of January sixth? I mean, it was watching that footage. It was pretty disturbing. I mean, there were people throwing excrement at the walls, and it was our, you know, it's the Capitol. That it looked a lot true. like Antifa's that's actions. Yeah, it looked a lot of 
except on a much smaller scale, it looked the same as the Black Lives Matter riots. That's it, what I saw, the similarities to being... Minneapolis one. burns, Kenosha burns. But so it's okay just because, just because like, one side that you no, disagree with? I'm saying okay Antifa for, infiltrated. No, I'm saying it's good for one, it's good for the other. Anybody I don't who harmed anybody, anybody who caused property destruction, that needs to be dealt with. Yeah, but if you're there making side. your voice heard at the right. people's house, no less, yeah. that, I, that's, again, it's a fundamental constitutional right of an American citizen. And people should not be being held political prisoner uh, because of it. For misdemeanors. That's I mean, East Germany. That's East Germany. Tactics. Yeah, that's what's scary. It was an actual fiery but mostly peaceful protest. And the other ones that, that were the opposite. Was the protest legitimate our, in your our eyes? Administration, because... I feel like, is using it as their Reichstag fire. Yeah. That's exactly what they're using it as. Mm -hmm. Do you think that President Trump could have quelled the violence that day? Not him. I, I don't think so, no. It started while he was still speaking. I was actually there. I, I, I was there to, to see what I thought was going to be the last time I ever saw Trump in Little Island. So did he tell everybody to go and, and start riding? No. I didn't think so. No, and it actually, um, I, I, I stayed for the whole speech, like, a ton of people did. Mm -hmm. And then we all headed to the Capitol because he said, let's go to the Capitol and, and peacefully, let, peacefully let our voices keyword. be heard. And we get to the Capitol and we're like, what the hell's going on? Because it had already happened. I'm pretty sure I saw Democratic operatives instigating people to oh, cross totally. barriers. <laughs> <laughs> I love when she was like, well, and all, a cop did die, and they're like, no. 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 no, no it's different. <laughs> that had natural causes afterwards. That's, but, that, you know, that was a longer clip. But yeah. it, it, they don't understand that people yeah. don't give a shit about January 6th. Yeah, no one cares. They, these, these MSNBC, these liberal reporters, the mainstream media just doesn't understand yeah. that nobody cares about it. Um, you know, and they don't understand why they can't break through with it. And, and down in Florida, Ron DeSantis, leading Charlie Crist in the polls... Not just in general, but with Hispanic voters. Oh. He is winning Hispanic voters overall. Oh. And by seven points. Okay. Seven points. I mean, we all knew this election was over before. He's going to win yeah. by... Eight to twelve. Uh, I'm upping my predictions. Remember I was saying last week yeah. about ten? Yeah. Ten to fourteen. Wow. I can see happening. So that, that means this will be one of the first races called... By it that very margin. well could be. Yeah, yeah. very well could that, be. By that margin, for sure. Um, That's within... Remember, I, the panhandle's an hour behind, so they might have to uh, wait. Yeah, but sometimes you, yeah. They, they can call up even before. I mean, that, um, that's 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 DeSantis' territory right there anyway. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. I mean, if, for it's, sure. if it's that much... Yeah, um, I think... I it, it, Honestly, the DeSantis election is going to be very yeah. interesting to see what, how I big mean, that I mean, notice how no is. one talks about it anymore, mm -hmm. right? I mean, mm -hmm. they, they know. Mm -hmm. They know. Same thing with how they were telling us oh, Rubio was going to lose to oh Val God. Demings. Yeah, that's the that's, sheriff who lost her gun. Yeah, that's that. yeah. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Border crisis. I mean, the new numbers. They are so bad. They are dropping them late on Friday evening. Well, yeah, they dropped the numbers yeah. late. It was two weeks later than the data was supposed to came out, and yeah. now we find out that according to this numbers. Uh, Border Patrol agents have encountered 98 suspected terrorists in fiscal year 2022. Oh, great. In Good. the last year of the Trump administration, it was three. And in 2019, zero. Yeah. So this is, good. These, this is only the number that were caught, not the number that made it into the country in the estimated uh, millions of illegals that evaded law enforcement. So that's good. We got a lot going there. Uh, what else we got? COVID news. Some interesting COVID news here. First off, President Biden gets his fifth shot. Yes, I said fifth Ugh. shot. Um, totally insane and outrageous. Um, Maybe that's why he's getting more retarded. Could be. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't be surprised these days. Um, more bad news on the COVID front. National test results showing appalling setbacks for students across the United States. The worst test scores in this country in a long, long time. Who could have seen this Wait. coming? If Holy kids shit. aren't in school and not learning, their test scores go right down the toilet. No way. I am. I, I'm shocked. Not to mention our shocked. country's education system was already in the shitter. Yeah. Totally losing globally. Yeah. Now we're even worse off. 
damn teachers unions we had to, high off the hog. Yeah, we had system. to close down the schools for the kids that didn't die of COVID. Yeah. But the good news on the COVID front, the New York Supreme Court handing down a major victory ruling Tuesday that the state government workers, including first responders fired for refusing to take the COVID-19 vaccine, should not only be reinstated to their jobs, but given back pay. Woo! The court all over government officials for abusing their emergency powers, saying, quote, states of emergency are meant to be temporary. That's huge. Even in yeah. New York, yeah. this is happening. So hopefully yeah. that'll happen. Even the libs in New York are like, this is nuts. Yeah. Well, you know, they can't find cops and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's get rid of the cops because yeah. COVID vaccine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we got here? Uh, running a little short on time today because we got to get ready for this debate, these few debates we got tonight. So let's just do the Biden gaff filled weekend supercut. We've got. Uh, Five clips here. Wow, Mr. Ooh. Producer, really, really overachieving today. Uh, five clips of Biden f-ing up this weekend. This was all this weekend, okay, from Friday to Monday. Uh, let's. We're going to listen to him as a supercut, all five in a row. Then we're going to talk about it real quick before we wrap the show. Roll those clips. My, my, my legislation says there can be no more than eight bullets in a round, okay? Do you support a federal fund for individuals like myself who need to take time off work, Obtain childcare. The answer is absolutely. But absolutely. guess what? We need the same votes we need to overrule Don, to uh, reinstate uh, the uh, the decision that was struck down by the court. I mean, I do support that, and I've urged publicly urged companies to do that, where they don't teach you OGBYN about the health and safety relative to pregnancy. Secondly, if you don't have one of those loans, you just get 10000 written off. It's passed. I got it passed by a vote or two. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh. Dr. Biden thinks that, uh, my wife thinks that, uh, that I, uh, that, that, we're, that we're doing something very important. Did you know that there can be no more than eight bullets in a round? <laughs> that was a good one. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I had to rewind it and listen uh, to it again. It's like a cluster bomb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think it is? Like a, t- like That's an like ICBM? When, remember when Kevin DeLeon in California yes. was doing that gun demonstration? Yes. This is it shoots this a clip can 60 shoot sixty round thirty second clip. It's yeah, it can it, like no, that. it can shoot sixty rounds in under two seconds. Yeah. And every gun owner is like, What gun <laughs> yeah. is this? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> can you please point the He's uh, you know, guns? he's he's engulfed in a race scandal. Why, cause what race? No, 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 like a racist scandal. He's caught on on the video. <laughs> on audio. The, you don't know about this? The L.A. City Council? Oh, he's included in that? Yeah, he was. he's one of the three other people in the recording mm. where that, uh, what, what's your name, called uh, the uh, the fellow councilman's adopted black son a little monkey. Mm, and yeah, he's, he's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kevin DeLeon. He's yeah. on there. He and some other guy, Gil Castillo, I forget his name. Jeez. They haven't resigned yet, but that... And the uh, the top labor union guy in the county, man, both resigned. So and now Biden's like everyone involved in that recording should probably get get fired. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see how long he uh, hangs on to his council seat. But mm-hmm. it's been a <laughs> it's been a ruckus yeah. <laughs> ever since they reconvened. Um. What else do we got here? We have oh the abortion comment. He forgot Roe versus Wade. That was classic. <laughs> he <Also>, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at this point, I'm just not even shocked by this anymore. And then we're gonna uh, codify Roe, and which I totally forgot. About. You know, and then he and then he can't say OBGYN. He says OGBYN. Oh my I mean, God. that's classic old yeah, guy, right? Yeah, that's classic uh, old th- guy. This was the most interesting one that I I thought, besides the gun thing, because that was just yeah. total retardation, right? <laughs> but here, he says that his quote stone. <laughs> I can't even say it right. His student loan forgiveness legislation passed by just a vote or two. No, that's not. In fact, there was no legislation. It was, no it was an executive order, and he yeah. literally invented yeah. a vote total. And also, it's put on hold, by the way. The Court of Appeals blocked it. So Yeah, well, I think yeah. that they're going to go forward yeah, with that. If, if, I'm, hey, I'm surprised Mr. Producer didn't put in the economy. Sh- oh, wait, we already mentioned that. The economy is sh- segment? Yeah, no, 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 the economy strong as hell, him munching on the cone. 
that wasn't this weekend though. Yeah, it was yeah. last week was earlier. Last weekend, yeah. yeah. Which um, I think could be the uh, a turning point in this election cycle. We'll see how all the autopsies look. But you know, him, but him munching on that ice cream cone, saying that the economy is strong as hell when everyone is is being yeah. absolutely obliterated by f- inflation, it c- could be. You know, well, was turning we, point of course, we wrote about that especially. story of him saying yeah. that the economy is strong while eating that ice cream. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the uh, story got flagged. Oh. For being adult content. What? And the only reason that I could come up with was that the Google AI bots detected that his tongue action on that ice cream cone was so strong that it exhibited a sexual activity. I wrote that story. Well, that got flagged. It got flagged yeah. for that? Yep. It's an old, it's an AP photo. Yep. The one where he's like this? Yep. Looks yeah, where he's got the tongue. Yeah, he's tongue yeah, punching he, it. It looks like he's eating a d- All right, all right. What? <laughs> it's true. I mean, if we're going to... Yeah, nah, nah. Hey, listen, if we're going to do it, we're gonna, <laughs> hey, if we're going to f*** with the AI bots, it's with the iPods. All right, we're gonna move on to the last uh, last clip we got. Uh, was uh, was Joe Biden forgetting who Doctor Biden is when asked if she supports him running for re-election in twenty twenty four? I mean, this you really can't make this up. There's no way this guy's gonna be able to run for re-election, especially after the total like absolute. I I, I guess I want to say that they're about to take yeah, at the polls. Yeah, it's going to be bad. There's no way he could go out there after that and be like, yeah, I should yeah, run for re-election. I'm, yeah, and I'm the leader yeah. of the party, and I'm in total control yeah. of everything. It's a total and show. Now, I, I thought it would have been funny if he said, yeah, she's the president. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, he probably could have saved some Democrats if before the election he had said that I'm not going to run for re-election. Yeah, I know. That'll be an interesting uh, post-support. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have I one more thing I, I wanted I to talk about here. That. One more thing I wanted to talk about. A little mm-hmm. more of a quick rant on my part because uh, a buddy of mine last night, I heard from him, I haven't heard from him in a long time, my buddy Rob, and uh, he said, I love when you rant about Ukraine. And a lot of times I gloss over it because it's just, it's just repeating the same talking points. But there was a story this morning that I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, Get up this morning. I'm reading through the news, taking my morning <laughs> and I see this letter that oh, the yeah. Democrats, yeah. the progressive Democrats, have sent to Biden saying that you really need to get this Ukraine over with. Yeah. Because it's way too dangerous, right? And that uh, they released this letter saying that you need to negotiate a peace deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, that set off quite the it, show. It did. Because well, first of all, it was like written in like August first. Yes. And then yeah. it was released today. Uh huh. And then Pramila Jayapal took responsibility, but then threw her staff under the bus, yep. even though she personally approved its release. Mm-hmm. And it just shows like basically how it's amateur hour. And it's because um, the Democrats totally flipped the f- out on them. Yeah. For saying what was actually a relatively smart policy. Yeah. I mean, no one's pro-war anymore, <laughs> among other things. Yeah. You know, so, like, we, everyone wants, I think everyone's just the end. I think, I think if you did a poll about that. <laughs> yeah, they say that the United States should seriously explore all possible avenues, including direct engagement with Russia, to reduce harm and achieve a peaceful settlement. Huh. Jeez. What a crazy idea. Almost like the same that I've been saying yeah, all but this time. if you reach out to the Russians, it means you're a Kremlin agent, and you know how this party is with anything Russia. They go absolutely nuts. But they're good with negotiating with Russia to make a deal with the Iranians who chant death to America oh, and, and give want them a bomb? to actually yeah. nuke us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And I know. in the meantime, they're good with funneling these hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine for nothing in return. Yep. No guarantees of anything. And the Ukrainian politicians line their pockets, especially Zelensky and his wife, who I can't stand. And they say, oh, yeah, this is just an unlimited thing. You're going to have this money coming forever. Well, guess what, bucko? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that this is going to become quite the potential government shutdown issue once Republicans take Congress. That and the border, I think I foresee being the two shutdown issues. Because... This can't just be forever. No. Okay? And I'm pretty sure, and I can't say for sure that these rhinos in the Senate won't f- 
pass over like they usually do, but I'm pretty sure we would stand together on a bill about we can't have this unlimited, unaccountable bucket of money for these f-ing Ukrainians and put the country at risk of World War Three. Yeah. Right? I, I just... I, I still don't understand... No one has been able to explain to me, besides general platitudes, right? Yeah. Of the true national interest of the United States in saving Ukraine from being taken over by Russia, beyond the fact that it's their hypothetical that Putin will go full Hitler and try to take over all of Europe, which I think is a total pipe dream, given the fact that he can't even take over Ukraine. Well, not only that, it's, I mean, it's, the officer corps is going to take a generation to be rebuilt. Well, the, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, that, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's specific. I mean, I mean so I'm, 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 I'm getting into, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah, into the, 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 the sticks the weeds, on that one. But, <laughs> but really, I mean, no one can give me a legitimate reason beyond, oh, well, he's the boogeyman, and, you know, we have to prevent him from taking over potentially, hypothetically, Europe in the future, which there's no sign that he could actually even do that. Uh, and, oh, you know, we need to spend all this money and potentially risk uh, nuclear war with Russia, the single thing that we've been trying to avoid for the past, like oh, I don't know, years. 80 yeah. years yeah, since yeah, World yeah. War II yeah. over this little piece of land in Eastern Europe that has nothing to offer us. I would just love to know <laughs> what the legitimate reason is. It's all I ever ask people. And then they say, oh, well, that's just a Kremlin talking point, and you're just a Putin student. Okay, <laughs> if, if not wanting... To be solely blindly supporting Ukraine and giving them all this money and all this equipment from our military stockpiles, which are dangerously low, by the way, okay? And going to war with... I don't want to go to war with Russia. Yeah. First off, our military can't handle a war with even Russia, let alone China, which is looking possible day by day. I mean, this whole thing is insanity. It really is insanity. And... They just act like this is just the way it has to be, you know, and it's on both sides of the aisle, too. Oh, yeah, it's a bipartisan thing. It's, sure. it's you know, these neocons that see a resurgence of neocon thinking just because people may support Ukraine, even yeah. though they don't really realize what they're supporting. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, they view it as the door back into the whole, uh, back into the club. Yeah. See, I, well, we were right the whole time. That's why we got to bomb everything <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. to prevent this stuff from happening. Okay, well... Yeah. No. They're like, well, we're going to prevent World War Three by prevent potentially causing it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay. This well, sounds like Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. So we we had to destroy the village in order to save. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I really I don't understand the whole thing, and maybe someone smarter than me can explain it to me, but every time I bring this up to people who are like, you know, the whole. We have the Ukraine flag in our Twitter username, and oh, we fly the Ukraine flag outside our house. Not the American flag, yeah. but we fly the Ukraine flag outside <laughs> our house, and we have the signs that say stand with Ukraine, and none of them can ever explain to me, and with a true policy and, and logical, real political discussion, why we should do it, other than just emotions and oh, Putin is bad, which, sure, Maybe we can all agree that Putin's bad, okay? But would you rather have some further, you know, hardliner psycho in charge of Russia than Putin? No. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. And we've talked about oh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, 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 they view the world through this lens that's just not the real situation. Yeah, it... it Right? It's it's never It's the rosy colored yeah, glasses of it's, like it's oh ne- we could just do yeah. whatever we want with no consequences it's, whatsoever. It's never good to think about these these very deep systemic changes with a country that has nuclear weapons. Right. You know, it's like right. you know, if it's like, you know, Iraq or something, different story, you know, no nukes there. But I'm like what is your end yeah. goal here? What is the end game of this supporting of Ukraine, which by the way isn't a democracy. Oh no, Not even close. because he's banned all the political opposition. Not even close to the door. And even beyond that it's he he's just in charge like he's basically the dictator of ukraine which okay whatever that's yeah. cool just don't use the democracy talking point on me that oh we have to stand up for democracy in eastern europe well they're not a member of nato they're not part of the european union so please tell me what requires us to be 
gambling with World War Three, and as a gambling man, <laughs> I am a gambling man. I'll tell you, I wouldn't take that gamble. Yeah, I don't think it's a smart gamble. Okay, Putin, at this point, has nothing to lose. Yeah, he we have basically put him in a situation where he went from being a rational world leader to someone to who's... an irrational actor yeah, he's... because of our actions, and now he's going to cut Europe off from all their energy. They're f- this entire winter. They are. F- Okay, has it risked bringing down the entire continent's economy over there? I mean, he, this entire thing started from a little land dispute. <laughs> okay, and all I'm saying is if they would have just given the Donbass and Crimea, <laughs> we probably could have avoided the whole thing. And in the end, the Donbass. And in the end, that's what it is, I, right? Yeah, Luhansk and Donbass, whatever the these Eastern European. Holes are okay. Just give them the Donbass. It's not like Ukraine is some great, beautiful place. It's a gray, cold Eastern European country, part of the Soviet Union. It was part of Russia before. It had all the nukes too. Yeah, it had a lot of nukes there. And 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 the argument that I make to people, and nobody ever loves when I bring up this argument to the Ukraine people, say that, you know, in the late nineteen eighties, Florida was broken off from the United States and had become a productive state. And we wanted it back. You're saying that we could never take it back, ever? <laughs> it's part of our country. Yeah. It's attached to our country. It's right next to it. Yeah. You're telling me we can't take it back? Okay. They, they can never make an argument against it. Like I, I just don't understand the idea that Russia has no claim whatsoever to this land. Yeah, Ukraine may be its own country now, but what is that? 20 or 30 years old essentially mm-hmm. like mid 90s i think was when they truly got out of the you know, soviet <laughs> yeah. and even then it was still soviet influence yeah right yeah. into the late 2000s when uh biden was making all his corrupt deals with barisma and uh what, what's the guy's name yovanovich or whatever yeah yeah, yeah marie Yovan. Yeah. all those people were all corrupt yeah this is no democracy yeah. and the only reason and russia didn't, and then when russia didn't get what they wanted in ukraine they would cut off the gas 100 percent. they would cut off the gas and germany we, had to use their natural gas lines to help uh, the ukrainians <laughs> and we said the same thing to germany they didn't believe us right trump said it yeah they russia when they'll cut oh, off the gas they want total they want all gas remember before yeah. all this it was all but gazprom like, you know the idea that that russia just out of nowhere wants this land back ukraine was part of russia for literally ever yeah like you look back at history right hundreds and hundreds of years Russian, okay? So the idea is not that far-fetched, okay? <laughs> and, I, I, like, I, I just don't understand people's rose... I, I guess rose-colored glasses on this. That, like, where is this going to end up? This is going to end up with us having to force a peace deal to be made. And they're going to have to give up that land to Russia in return for stopping the war. Which you could have said back in February, let's just get this out of the way now. But no, all these people had to die. All this money had to be spent. Europe's in a cold, long winter energy crisis. All because they couldn't just see the reality of the political situation in front of them. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And some people have said, uh, I was talking to some people. Some people. And they said (laughs) that the reason that Biden keeps just writing these blank checks is because Zelensky has threatened that if the money dries up, that he'll release the information about all the Biden corruption in Ukraine. I can that, <clears throat> I can see that. Quid pro quo. Yeah. Hmm. Quid pro quo. I thought that Trump was the quid pro quo. I know, I know. Remember I know, that? I remember that, yeah. Yeah. But in reality, yeah. Trump just wanted mm-hmm. to expose the corruption. Yeah. Which none of them wanted. Hmm. Mm. And it's very interesting that the entire nexus of the Biden crime syndicate <laughs> is in Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> and we're in this <laughs> war over Ukraine. Uh, so I'll leave you on it, that. It's almost like a bond. It's a, it's a bond plot. 100%. It's a bond movie plot. I was just talking with my yeah. friends this weekend about it's like this. It's, it, it's, a, it's not like it, but it has aspects of Tomorrow Never Dies. Facilitating a war yeah. to get broadcasting if, rights in China. Remember that? If That's what he is, wanted. If this is Elliot a coincidence that the... the Biden crime yeah. syndicate is at the center of yeah. this war with we, Russia. We need to create <laughs> a war so no one knows the truth about my deal. I mean, would you put it past them? No, I mean, absolutely not. 
So he's looking note, at like twenty five to life with all with all those deals being exposed. Yeah, well, him and his son and his brother, by the way. That, that, that you know, Joe Biden's brother is up to his neck in all this, and he's yeah. been getting away with it. Yeah. Well, they know he's that, been holed up in his home in Delaware. They know Joe that Biden's the Republican brother. Congress is coming, and that. There's going to be investigations. The money could be cut off. Things are going to change drastically. Yeah. There could be some um, impeachment. So, the well, we'll see. That's later down the line. But I'm just saying, I would not put past after 18 we'll months. We'll see of, about of... impeachment because a certain someone <laughs> whose name rhymes with Shmevin Shmacarthy <laughs> said that no, we're not going to do any impeachment. Well, and it sounds to me no. like he's being a total. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> talk about that another day uh that was my ukraine rant for the day there shout out to my buddy rob listener since day one um so on that note we're gonna wrap up for today we got to get ready for this debate tonight two big debates full coverage at townhall.com we've got you covered check out the town hall twitter feed we'll be putting out clips live if you want to check out my feed i'll just gonna be all over that retard fetterman all night on there um, we'll see if I get banned tonight from Twitter. We'll see. It might happen. But Elon is coming into Twitter on Friday, so yes. maybe it won't be a long ban. We'll see. Um, on that note, as usual, it's time for our shameless plug. So if you enjoy Triggered and Wanted Uncensored, and I guarantee you today's episode was a great uncensored, become a VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 40% off. Get into this exclusive club of patriots. Shout out to our friend Lee in Maryland, just became a VIP member to support us and our efforts at Town Hall, Red State, PJ Media, etc., but mostly to get the uncensored version of Triggered. He loves it, wants to know the story behind the decision to use mariachi music for the show Lead In and Exit. He's a retired trumpet player. Well, I will tell you, Lee, uh, that was a just song that we came across in the royalty-free library when yeah. we watched this show uh, over three years ago. Was it over three years ago? How many yeah. years ago? 18. Didn't we say this in 18 or 19? Was it 18? Four years ago? I can't I think remember. it was before the midterms. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. 400-something episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. We loved it in the royalty-free library, and so it became the song of Triggered. So, And a lot of people ask about that. So uh, if you want to know the name of the song, I don't remember it right now, but Mr. Producer knows it. So email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from you. Shout out to Kevin also getting us an email. I uh, agree with you on the flu shot. Uh, not not a flu shot guy this year. I usually am. Not this year. So, <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't. Not medical advice. Not medical advice, but just saying me personally. So, um, on that note, we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. We're going to have a lot to talk about, a lot of clips, hopefully, from tonight's debates. Um, and we will see you on Thursday. Later. Oh, no,